Hey everyone and welcome to G3 God Golden Guns. This is the podcast where we talk about masculinity, manhood, and how to become the man that God has designed and wants us all to become in this modern world. In this week's episode, we're going to be talking about the importance of personal responsibility and how we can apply it to our everyday lives to become better men. So stay tuned and hope you enjoy. Thanks. Hey, and welcome back to G3, God Golden Guns. In the last episode, I talked about how manhood and masculinity, when you look at all the great lives of these all great men who've lived throughout history, there's a lot of characteristics and qualities that they all have in common. And, you know, we talked about um, personal responsibility, strength, humor, um, you know the the pillars that we laid out and i want to take this episode this week to kind of focus in on on one of the more important ones and that is personal responsibility now we live in a day and age where whenever you say the word responsibility or um responsible or duty or obligation even you know there's certain um we, we get a certain picture in our mind. We think someone who's stuffy, who's who, someone who has to follow all of the rules all of the time, and someone who um, isn't fun or doesn't know how to have a good time. Um, however, all of those things aren't necessarily true you can be responsible and you can still be fun you can be responsible and you can still know how to have a good time um but as a man and as men we realize that there's going to be an increasing number of responsibilities as that have been given to us as we go throughout our lives and it is um up to us to take care and to tend to those to those responsibilities with zeal and um, with devotion, and so that's kind of what I want to talk about. So um, there's a book that I always highly recommend to a lot of young men because it lays out a lot of solid foundations and principles for masculinity and it's actually one of the things that inspired me to kind of do this and is also something that I looked to when I was a young man growing up and I started to learn about all this and it's a book by Stephen Mansfield and the book is called Mansfield Book of Manly Men (laughs) so um kind of a funny name but it's actually um a really enjoyable really easy quick read but it's really solid and in that book he said that there's four maxims there's four key elements that apply to every man, that, that strike true to the heart of every man. And one of those maxims is actually the second one in his book, was that manly men tend to their field. Now, he explains in this book how, again, when, when, a, when a boy is born, when, and again, this also applies to women, but in the context of masculinity and men, 
when a man is born, he has very limited number of responsibilities. So as a kid, um, a responsibility may be to make sure that you make your bed in the morning. You have to be responsible to clean up your room before you go to bed, to brush your teeth twice a day, to complete your homework before you play after you get home from school. Um, simple chores around the house, you know, so the responsibilities are very limited in scope and don't require a lot of thought or planning to execute. So they're very easy, but they are um, good for the level of responsibility that we're trying to bring up in that person at that point in time in their life. But as they get older, now we're talking like 16, 17, now they're responsible for a car potentially so that means that they would have to be responsible to pay for gas pay for car insurance if they have a phone maybe they're responsible for paying that phone bill then once we get into college they're responsible for keeping their own clothes clean responsible for getting a job so they have money in the bank to get food to eat so you kind of get the picture and then um this type of con continuity goes on and on all the way up until when you get married and then have children and potentially have your own business and on and on as you get older the number and the the um, vastness of the responsibilities that have been given to you increase in both um, time and complexity um, so what Stephen Mansfield lays out in this book and in this second maxim is that you know mainly men tend to their field they see what has been entrusted to them and they attend to it again with zeal and devotion i really like the two words that he uses to explain the mindset that men need to have when it comes to approaching the things that they were responsible for um he even says in the book that um in regards to the thing, the field that a man has, that um, you're supposed to own it. You're supposed to guard its borders, repel its invaders, hunt down any threat, and disarm it. And those are very strong um, words that call on action and um, and direct intervention on the one who owns the field. So the things that I'm responsible for in my life, I'm supposed to own those things. I'm supposed to guard the things that I'm responsible for and repel any invaders that try to come in and destroy the things that I'm responsible for. And I'm supposed to hunt them down and disarm them. And um, that, that also meshes very well with the biblical principles so we know that everything that we've been given in life is not our own everything that we've been given is god's and we are just stewards of that thing again whether that be a house a family a job whatever it is and so um and, and i always like to look on the parable of um the servant and the talents for for this point so you know um Jesus talks about how there was a master, he was going on a trip, and he called his servants together, and he gave one servant um, ten talents, he gave another servant five talents, and he gave a last servant one talent. So he goes away, 
and we should strive to be like the first two servants because the first two servants saw the talents that they had been entrusted with as an opportunity to be responsible and um, zealous and diligent with those things. So they ended up going out and getting more. They were fruitful. They, so the servant with the 10 talents, he got 10 more. And then the servant with the five talents, he got five more. But then you have the servant with the one talent. He dug a hole in the ground, buried it, left it. Then when the master came back, he got it and gave it back to him. And he was like, I've been faithful. I was, I knew you were hard masters. So I wanted to keep your talent and here it is back. Well, even though there was a certain amount of risk involved with going out and investing and getting hopefully getting more talents like the first two that master rewarded the first two servants and punished the last servant even though he didn't technically do anything wrong he was passive and he was lazy and he was not responsible over he did not have an attitude of responsibility over that talent he had a responsibility of he had a mindset of, I know he's given me this while he's gone, but I don't want to mess anything up or do anything with it. So I'm just going to dig it in a, dig a hole and bury it. So I don't even have to think about it. He removed himself from the situation that the master had put him over. The master made him responsible over that talent. And he, in essence, removed any sense of obligation and any sense of duty he might have had over that talent completely. And so um, that is the opposite of what God wants us to do. God wants us to be responsible. He wants us to be diligent and um, he wants us to be the first two servants. He wants us to be the one who go out and are responsible and tend to our fields and make sure that um, they're not invaded or um, threatened or, you know, destroyed or anything. Now, ultimately, yes, we are to rely on God um, to be our protector, to be our defender, but ultimately the another key picture key point in this big picture is that he doesn't want us to sit by and do nothing he doesn't want us to sit by and say yes the lord's given this to me but he's also the one who takes care of it if you see someone with a home that's has a very nice trimmed yard all the shrubbery is trimmed and in exactly the right place there's no weeds in the ground the shutters are hanging up and freshly painted and straight and you, you you see it and you're like that is a pristine house that there the person responsible for taking care of that house can't just sit back and do nothing about it there is direct immediate intervention that is required to maintain that appearance of beauty or orderliness either on the behalf of the person who lives in the home 
or the person who has been hired by the resident to take care of it. Either way, that owner of the home is being responsible and is being diligent to maintain and upkeep and tend that area of responsibility in their life, the home. And so this, the idea of responsibility is not something that is, it is old fashioned, but it's not old fashioned in the sense to where the ways are archaic and useless. They are more needed and more applicable now than ever before because of the fact that they have been viewed in this way that we can go through life and just look to the government to give us a free handout for everything we can look to our parents or other people to provide for us we don't have to have any responsibility i don't have to worry about getting a job and feeding my family or taking care of my car or anything like that because the government or other people will do it for me no responsibility gives a man meaning he gives a man purpose when you take a man and you strip him of all responsibility he has no obligations no duties in his life whatsoever that may seem like a very nice way to live and it might be for a little bit maybe for the first couple days or for the first week or so it might be seen as like a, a wonderful vacation from life especially if you're someone like elon musk with five or six different multi-million dollar corporations and a mountain of responsibilities that I personally can't even begin to comprehend. But when you take that person, you strip him of all responsibilities, even though the first couple days or weeks might be nice because he doesn't have to worry about any responsibilities, he will quickly come to realize that because of the fact that he has no responsibilities, he has no meaning. He has no purpose in life. Let me say that again. He has no meaning. He has no purpose in life. The man who has no responsibility. Even in the Christian faith, we have a responsibility to live according to the scriptures, according to the ways that God has commanded us to do it. We have a responsibility to try to become as much like Christ as we can. We have a responsibility to try to live according to the um, commandments that Jesus set forth and that the Old Testament set forth. And if we were to complete, take away all of that, if Jesus were a handout himself, if heaven was a handout, if we didn't have to run a race or fight any fight in our lives at all or tend to anything, we would just go about life just waiting to die in essence. And none of us just want to sit by idly and wait to die. We want, we inherently, whether we realize it or not, we want something to fight for. We want something to take care of. That's why if you have a, te a teenager, for example, who says he wants or she wants a car, he 
he or she will take better care of that car if they work for and end up buying that car themselves than if they were just simply handed it to them. A person takes care of their own things better and more tentatively far more often than they take care of someone else's. So if a teenager gets their own car with their own blood, sweat, and tears poured into it, they will take care of that car because they realize that they're responsible for it and because they realize the amount of work and effort that went into trying to attain that car. And so that's the mindset we need to have. So whether you're a CEO of a business or a teenager with just a part-time job, a, a piece of crap car that just barely gets you from point A to point B, the, my challenge to you and the takeaway from all this is to view the things that you are responsible for and try to see them as opportunities because it's an opportunity to show your com your consistency consistency wow sorry your steadfastness your devotion to that thing because and again this is back to scripture if you're faithful over the little then you will eventually be faithful over much because both in scripture and in Mansfield um, Stephen Mansfield book he even says himself that even though we're given a little bit of responsibility in our life at first and then it grows into greater responsibilities when a man looks at those things and approaches them with zeal and devotion those two words again that's how that's just how men live that's what we do it's how we love and it's how increase comes. And again, it's backed with that biblical principle of he who's faithful with little will again be faithful with much. And so, um, just there's a couple more verses I kind of want to leave you with, um, just to kind of back it up with scriptures. Uh, my pastor likes to say, um, Proverbs six six, go to the ant, O sluggard, consider his ways and be wise. Colossians 3.23, whatever you do, work heartily as for the Lord and not man. 1 Corinthians 3.8, he who plants and he who waters are one, and each will receive his wages according to his labor. Um, 2 Thessalonians 3.10, if anyone isn't willing to work, let him not eat. And then... Um, I kind of forgot to write down the chapter and verse, so I'll um, get back to you all next week with what that is. But there's a passage from 1 Timothy that says, But if anyone does not provide for his relatives, and especially members of his own household, he has denied the faith and is worse than an unbeliever. He has denied the faith and is worse than an unbeliever. He who does not provide for his relatives and especially his household. Now, as I wrap this up, you may not have a family, you may not have a household that you're responsible for taking care of, but you do have things that you're responsible for. 
even if it's something as simple as making sure that you stay healthy and that your body is um, fit, is strong, and is an honorable temple to the Lord. Even if it's just making sure your body is taken care of, everyone has something they are responsible for. So I challenge you, approach your responsibilities with zeal and devotion, and you will find greater meaning, you'll find greater purpose in your life, and that will ultimately make you happier, it'll make your family happier, and it can make all of society better. So thanks guys for listening. Um, I'll see y'all next week and God bless. And there you go. That's my initial thoughts on the value and the importance of applying personal responsibility to our lives. Um, if you didn't already notice, you probably heard some chickens or some cars going on in the background noise, a lot like that, because I'm actually out, out here on my back deck um, filming and we have our barn and our chickens and our horses in the background. So that's probably why you heard that. Um, but um, again, that's the thoughts on personal responsibility. So if you really, um, if you understand what I'm trying to say, and you, you also see the importance of it. Again, I just really challenge you to apply it to your own lives and see the effects that it has on you. Um, if you enjoyed this content and you want, want some more, definitely uh, consider giving a like and a subscribe either on YouTube or, and a follow on Spotify and I will definitely be putting more videos and episodes out like this so stay tuned in the future and again thank you very much and God bless.